0: If you love something, you will not dilute it. If you love your art, you will treasure, treasure it. So I think it's so important to treasure and tell the next generation Key, I'm giving you something so valuable. And Adana, we have one has to protect it.
1: Namaste. I'm Sohini Karant, and this is Indian Artpreneur by Kalata Pasya. On today's episode, we have one of India's foremost classical dancers who hail from the family of educationists, artists, and Harikatha Vidwans. They are the founders of Abhinava Dance Company, one of India's most popular and cutting edge production houses, recognized worldwide. The duo have been instrumental in introducing a great deal of innovation, creativity, enthusiasm and imagination to the realm of classical art over 25 years. They're also my gurus, Srimati Nirupama Rajendra and Shri TD Rajendra. Namaste Maam and sir, and welcome to Indian Art Friend. Namaste. Namaste. My first question to you is that coming from a family of educationists artists and harikata dance, What inspired both of you to go into the path of classical
2: dance? Oh, yeah. My background is my uncles, my father, they all all used to do harikata and plays dance dramas. So I, from my childhood, have been seeing all those things. And uh, I was fortunate enough to meet or to see uh, the stalwarts like Pandit Ravi Shankarji. Dr. Padma Subramaniam, all those people were used to visit our place and we, my uncles used to discuss with them and there were a lot of recordings all those things uh, used to happen so I have been seeing from my childhood that has influenced a lot on me.
0: What a, what a fortunate thing that is to be in an ambience. In my case, yes, my father Though an educationist, he was very fond of dance dramas and my mother used to sing, my family, they were very, very culturally oriented. Though there was no dancer in the family, I took to dancing right from childhood because I loved music, I loved colors, I loved the choreographies that we used to watch in movies. I used to see a lot of movies right from my childhood and basically, I'm a very people's person. I love sharing and classical dance gave me that opportunity to learn the aspects of music and tradition and and um, also I am a kind of I love bhakti so classical dance gave me the divine connect and so like Rajendra said in his family he had that background and in my family from childhood I had that and at a point we met when I was a teenager and he, he too was in his 20s and our common passion to practice Kathak as a duo and uh, to do performances, all that, and also being with the right kind of company, our gurus gave us that kind of ambience. We are so grateful to them that they gave us that direction. And so we two, together, we took that path. And I think it has been the most beautiful and enriching path for yes.
1: us both of you have been trained in classical music as well so you used to play violin and ma'am you've been trained in carnatic music could you tell us the importance of being trained in music for classical dance
2: definitely um, to portray a character or to do any sequence or any dance drama or anything music is the soul which takes very close to the heart Actually, it touches the heart. So, uh, learning music has helped me a lot in expressing or creating any dance sequences or even to technically um, doing a lighting or any uh, backdrop. It has helped a lot. Uh Because that feel of music which uh, gives
0: us a visual. So, that has helped me a lot. You know, Dr. Pandas says that she sees music and hears dance. Yes. Such a beautiful thing. Any movement or any expression like Rajanda said, character establishment, music is the impulse that motivates and inspires. When we learn classical ragas, you know, when you through through songs or whatever, when we are dancing a composition, we can Bring that experience into into this, first and foremost, for any artist, relishing music is very important. I remember when we were working together as students, Rajendra had a fantastic collection of music. He was learning Carnatic music, Mm. uh, but he had a lot of Hindustani music collection and different, different genres of music. And uh, we used to discuss music. And that helped a lot because it's not just what you learn will come into use directly, but what you hear, the learning that happens through hearing good music, seeing great masters. Like for example, if you're doing a composition called Nagumomo, you hear Dr. Palamodala Krishna singing it, or you do a Meera Bhajan, and then you hear Panditji, Ravi Shankarji's composition of Meera. How amazing, you know, or any... Taranas or Tirvats, whatever they have created. If you hear more music, when you dance, the impact, you know, the way one moves will be different. And I think it's very important that every dancer has that ear for music, heart to relish the music and very, very importantly, to show how they enjoy the music. Yes,
2: yeah, everybody should listen to classical music. Even now, every morning, from morning to evening, uh, classical music will be played at our place.
1: What helped you to establish as classical dancers in the field, and who are your role models?
0: Okay, that's a very good question. First and foremost, we have to immensely love our art, and both of us, fortunately, we loved Or we love still dance unconditionally whether we are having performances or whether we get recognition or whether we get get money all that is a separate thing but that immense love for something discipline when we were young and even now discipline dedication and uh, honesty courage confidence all these things and above all, sharing that art with utmost humility, you know, that's what kept us and, you know, the way we have worked, irrespective of where we perform, irrespective of what we get, we kept trying out, um, you know, musically, choreographically, lighting-wise, costume-wise, everything because the one thing is the most important thing to us that whoever comes to see our program they have to go home with a smile on their face and joy in their heart and that was our main intention
1: yeah
2: if I have to say the role models there are so many people our gurus, all our gurus have inspired us and taught us and Shankar Ji, Ilya Raja yeah, yeah. We have seen them, how they work. They were established and they were so famous. Before their concert, they used to practice. So we have seen all those things, how dedicated, how focused. So seeing them, uh, how we can reach, if not where they have reached, at least 50% so all those people have inspired us balamur krishna dr padma ms Mani, amma ms ms balakshmi amma maya maya didi our uh, guru maya didi Kumi ben, Kumi Kumi ben. Ben, all those people have inspired a- us
0: and also and dr. dr ganesh athavadani dr. Oh, yes. dr arganesh who's our guide friend philosopher a great scholar i mean the way he lives is a super, oh, oh, yes. super inspiring uh, thing. Absolutely. Uh, even, even innovators, you know, our inspiration, our role models are not just, I'm saying from the classical field, people like even James Cameron, yeah. you know, or Steve Jobs, because these are the people who, th- who think differently and art is something that is constantly evolving and as the world progresses we as artists also, classical artists, how we can connect with the world and start innovating with art so all these things and also our friends, I must say that even our friends like Praveen D. Rao who is is constantly creating, thinking newly, uh, there are many people uh, Manta Prabhakar is one person mm-hmm. who is a Yakshagana artist and who we oh, one admire. Of the finest artists, and of course, Dr. Padma Subramaniam and, and many people who have contributed immensely, passionately without expecting anything in return. Yes, That is the greatest thing. You know, where you give to art, and those are the people whom we look up to.
1: How and when did you begin your journey as a teacher?
0: Okay, that's a very beautiful question about being a teacher. I can say that I don't think we consider ourselves as teachers, but as very humble sharers of art. Um, And that sharing started when I was very young. I was around um, 18 when I had a bunch of students who wanted to learn and officially... Guru Narmada started my class when I was 19, so it's been like decades now <laughs> when I start. See one thing, one thing is that with art there are so many levels of teaching that happens. There are gurus, there are acharyas and there are young people who are so happy with their art that they want to share that. So there are different levels. teaching. In our life, I started very early. As Kathak, um, you know, we started, I think, about 27 years. 27 years, uh, Kathak. But Bharatanatyam, I used to teach, it's about 30. 31 years. 31 years, yeah. See, one thing I have to tell you, even today, because we love dance, music, literature, and all so much, We wait to share that. So I'm very happy to say that people who receive that sharing have been from all over the world. And in all these years, maybe there are more than 3,000 people who have received that sharing, several beautiful dancers, graduates who have graduated from our institution and uh, who are our teaching in our institution. We are so proud of them. And uh, I think currently there are about 600 people who are learning at our institution.
1: I'm so grateful that I'm, I get to be part of that 3,000 group and the 600 over here in the class. Coming to the next question, Abhinava Dance Company one of the India's most popular and cutting-edge production house recognized worldwide. That is, your dance company. Could you tell us why the name Abhinava and what are its visions?
2: This name was given by Dr. Ganesh Shatavadani Ganeshji. And this our institution is named after Abhinava Gupta, who is the commentator for Natyashastra.
0: Shastra. Abhinava means a novel entity, a new entity and it also means Narayana, who is our favourite deity and we started Abhinava with this idea to take dance to several levels of professional expertise whether it is in creating dance productions, whether it is in imparting the knowledge of art, whether it is organizing festivals, whether it is creating different kinds of opportunities for people to come and experience through our productions. So that's why we have we have in-house production, we have our own dancers, we also have outsiders who come and participate in our dance production. So Abhinava comes from a Shastric background, rooted in tradition, but Abhinava has very, very modern energy in, in the sense of people who are highly spirited, you know, are all associated and part of Abhinava. So Abhinava, yes. I can say, is one fantastic, positive, beautiful, energetic entity.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: From your experience, could you tell us if there was any situation where one of your teaching methods didn't work and how did you go about it?
0: Oh, there is nothing called that teaching method did not work. I mean, people who know me, people who have been talking to me, they know that each aspect, I speak like 10, 10 times, you know. (laughs) And this one thing we can say about teaching Indians… And teaching non-Indians, in the sense, because Indians at least have a cultural background,
2: but whereas that's where the difference.
0: Yeah, whereas foreign students, they need to be given the background. They need to be explained the story, Story, and also the speed of teaching, I modified. Our uh, Belgian student Eric, he always makes fun. He says, "Okay, so you're going to we're going to learn a Jatiswaram. Is it India speed or Belgium speed? You know." (laughs) So then I would say India speed. Which means, like, we train them. So, there has been more effort in reaching out to people of background or from different cultures. Because in dance, in classical dance, when we impart, it is not just dance movement, but the philosophy behind it, the story mm-hmm. behind it, the music. You remember in Belgium, we were doing... Yes. First,
2: we taught them the song. How to sing, how to recite... So, they all learnt the song first.
0: So, you can hear, I mean, I, we do have the videos, you know, they are all singing Kereya Niranu Kerege Challi, you know. And see, the concept of surrendering yes. is is different in different cultures. So, we had to re-phrase you know phrase it, like just an example I'm saying that when you love something so much, you'll offer yourself completely to it so and then you feel and you feel good about it that is hariya karuna hari samarpane how you offer yourself whether it is dance or your work or your passion anything that you do you have to surrender to it surrendering the ego so that is what so our own philosophy we put it in a very real life context and people understand the performance
1: is from your company and you are spectacular you use rare blend of music Together the regional styles, Kathak and Bharatanatyam. Could you tell us the importance of blending styles and how it can be made in life?
0: I wouldn't call it blending of style, but integrating that particular style for that particular theme. If the theme demands certain... Kathak, yeah. Yes. If it is Bharatanatyam, yes. But along with these two, we have also worked immensely. Utilizing the vocabulary of Natya Shastra in our productions. So, where it calls for movements. Like, if, if, if demons have to dance or if animals have to be dancing in our productions, then we use the Harina Pluta Chari, Pluta, you know, uh, the, the Harina Pluta Karana and uh, so many uh, Natishastri movements, uh, charis and dritta hastas we employ in the production or in our choreographies. Yes. Even if they, they are classical choreographies, so that we bring in from effective communication how we can employ all of these. And regarding spectacle, I think Rajendra should speak. Spectacle, it's, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not just about There, there are different dance. aspects of uh, Abhinava's productions, I may say that. With regard to lighting, costume, props, we give uh, very importance to all the aspects. It's, uh, of course, dance is the main thing. With regard to the music, what kind of instruments to be used, what raga has to be used for that particular song or particular sequence. All those things are uh, very Mm -hmm. detailedly
0: worked on. See, blending happens there. Blending happens with not just dance, but blending I wouldn't not not even call it blending I would say marriage. Perfect marriage between music, dance, Dance. costume, lighting, choreography and the energy of the dancers. Ah
2: yes, that's the most important thing here. Our
0: dancers Fortunately, are so gifted and talented and they're open they to receiving all this and they bring out the best. So all of these constitute to the spectacle of our productions. So it's not just one thing, it's all of them together. It's a complete production,
2: what we... It's not uh, giving just one aspect importance. We give... All of all them. The, all, the all the aspects. Aspects. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about your famous production, Ramakatha Vismaya, which I have had the privilege to be a part of. Every time I have seen rehearsal runs of it or danced in it, it feels like I'm in an animated movie. It communicates so well from a child to an adult. Could you tell us what sparked the idea?
0: We are big fans of animation, you know, Disney and Pixar animation movies. And also... Rajendra comes from the background of Prabhat Kalaviduru, the Harikata background, where stories, you know, how, how stories are communicated and stories can be entertaining. So that background, and we ourselves, being classical dancers, where story content, you know, and emotions and expressions are, you know, the ma- one of the main features, watching so many concerts world over, like, the, you know, the, the Broadway shows or the shows in the Western, Las Vegas, you know, the Western shows in, the, in, in London or in Vegas, the shows that happened there. What we have, what we saw was that our own stories have so much to offer. If, for example, Ramakatha Vismaya, you mentioned, it has the perfect variety of characters and situations. Like, there are celestials, there are sages, there are humans, there are demons, and there is children, and there yes. are animals, there are plants, there is children. flora, fauna, and, and all of these bring about that excitement for a story. And Ramayana has all that. And Ramakatha Vismeya, particularly was an inspiration from Lila Shuka's Shri Krishna Karanamratham one shloka, where Mother Yashoda, is putting little Krishna to sleep. Um, Ramo, Nama, Babuva. There are four lines, very beautiful uh, poetic verses. And I had learnt it as a solo from Kalani Dimami, my guru, Abhneya. And then I wanted to expand that into a huge musical. So that's when yes. we got together with Dr. Ganesh, with uh, Praveen, you know, Praveen, where specially music, special symphony orchestrated music and uh, the, the uh, Sahitya was written in a language that any common person could understand. So we had both from a very highly Sanskritized language to a common man, colloquial yes. language, all of it. See, because any, in Shastra says that any production, it has to cater to all levels of people. So, if women are there, they like all the costumes, you know, the jewelry and all that. If youths are there, then they like the energy of it. If children are there, they like the fantasy part of it. If there are older people, they like the philosophy part of it. So, Ramakatha Vismaya has that on all of them. And so, that what triggered, you know, the inspiration for us.
1: It's a complete package of entertainment.
0: <laughs> and also,
2: oh, we have two oh, two wonderful friends who are into animation. So they keep uh, uh, telling different stories of animation. Uh, how and when they say story, when they uh, narrate the stories, oh, we enjoy how they enact
0: uh, Vinod Gauda and, Gowda and, and Gurachi.
2: Gurachi. Oh, they are fantastic, and story they tellers, have yeah. influenced us a lot. Yes.
1: Life being in the same profession, how do you
0: both manage your work? How do we manage the work? Work, <laughs>
2: uh, It's. I don't uh, uh, feel it's a work. It's, it's every day how we breathe.
0: Kya bat? So yeah. that's all it is. So <laughs> okay, um, that's uh, why he's saying is because whatever we do, we do it with so much of love and affection yes. for art. So, let's say that if you have to do a production, then uh, we... Together, we discuss the story. Then I make a script. Then he books the uh, recording studio and the artist. And then we are there at the recording. Rajendra, as I said, is very good in music. So, he also gives a lot of inputs for the ragas and also the tal and the meter and all that. And um, together, we work creatively also. And once... The music is procured then I am the one who's like working on majorly on dance by then parallelly he'll be working on the costumes and then we have a very good team um, he works with he makes sure that our team they do bring about the stage set and uh, he designs the lighting and all that so that way we share whatever is required to, uh, you know, bring about the production. Yeah, but we don't uh,
2: demark that you will do this and I will do this.
0: It happens simultaneously. It happens
2: simultaneously and if there is any suggestions. Uh, uh, suggestions for the lighting or the costumes or the sets, she will definitely put in some uh, and things. For dance, and for dance, he will it's a similar be thing. that. Yes. So, yeah. together we share. My next
1: question is to you, sir. As a male dancer, how important is it to manage the
2: masculinity in dance? For me, I don't think that has uh, come in, Oh, I have to do like a man. So it's natural for me, uh, because I have seen my gurus, how they do or how they show me to do. But naturally it has come for me to uh, do as a man. If, if the character demands to do like that, then yes, in one of the sequences where Rusuli uh, Radha, Rusuli, where Krishna imitates Radha, so there I have to do like a, a girl. So I have done that. So one has to uh, learn both the ways, but it has to be done how it has to be done. Um, if, if a man um, Dances like uh, women, it looks very weak then.
0: Uh-huh. That's what I feel. Yeah, but I'm sure you're not saying that, to da- that women not, are weak. <laughs> no, not that. No, it looks very okay. nice on women. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's a nice thing. He's saying when a beautiful, graceful movement is done by a woman, a womanly movement looks better on a woman yes. than a womanly movement on a man. No, but
2: uh, the, the man also should have the grace, yeah. it shouldn't be rigid. It should be flowy. It should be, but at the same time, there is a thin line. We have to be careful. Uh, if we cross that line, then it will be very feminine. Yeah. So, how much ever is required, that has to be captured. Captured. Yeah. yeah. This question is for
1: both of you. As a choreographer, what are the key factors for effective communication?
0: Clarity first intention we have to know what why what we are doing why we are doing and to whom we are performing to whom we are presenting all these things first and foremost see uh, if you want to there are so many so many aspects that come if you take a theme you can do a theme for 5 minutes a minute or two a uh, two hour production, so we also have to see the time duration and how much we want to say, what we want to say to, first and foremost to make sure that whatever work is presented it's not boring We have to if we are creating something as choreographers, first of all we have to place ourselves as an audience and see. As an audience, what is it that I like to see? What would be, what would make me get that rasa, like that aha factor? So that's how we we would create. It is something also an intuitive thing, you know, and the taste with which we present. Alva, The aesthetics of it and the uh, appropriateness of it. Auchitya. Auchitya is so important in doing a presentation. How much of what one has to, one has to see, like I'll give you a very, very um, example, uh, a a very straight example of our work of duet Sringara Rama. Sringara Rama, we are showing the Sringar of Ram and Sita, so there, according to the dignity and restraint of that character, how we present. Like, we wouldn't give colorful clothes to to Rama and likewise to Sita. So we choose beige and gold combination that gives a royalty, a very very, um, sober and yet classy, sophisticated look. Musically, the instruments that we use are very soft instruments... such as sitar, tabla... uh, you know... sarangi in some places... and... mainly with the voice... with the voice... so what I'm saying is that... sounding wise... it has to be appropriate... Dasji's dohas... we have used... look wise... costume wise... it has to be appropriate... lighting should not be jarring... it has to be... appropriately communicating... that mood... whereas in Rasalila... it is like... A colorful extravaganza so there we have colorful uh, costume the orchestration the instrumentation again matching Krishna's era we wouldn't bring drums uh, you know keyboard and things like that in Andre uh, appropriate usage of every aspect in a production because choreographer is not a choreographer of dance movement choreographer is a Director, choreographer is also a producer. Choreographer also has a social responsibility of communicating something in a way that brings about the best of that. Best of the theme, the sequence. If, a, another thing, another to also plan accordingly. Like for example, if we have to do a production in front of one lakh audience, which we have done. And so we will, do, we will take a production that has like 100 artists because the stage is like 100 feet. And so that as a whole has to communicate and reach the audience. If we are performing in a temple premises, then we either do solos or duets or if we get a smaller group and we choose spiritual themes, So, depending on the place, time, stage, the choice of choreography in the reper- from the repertoire, while creating choreography, the kind of people whom we are reaching to, if it's a completely Telugu audience, we create pieces in Telugu. Like we did a performance, we were asked to do a performance at Tirupati. And it was for the television, the TTD, you know, that... Uh, the. The program and they made a request Can you do a composition in Telugu? And see, we are presenting Kathak concert. So, Kathak and Telugu, you cannot even imagine, but it came out so beautifully. We had Fayaz Khan singing uh, Annamacharya Kriti, and he sang it. See, Fayazji is so adept in uh, Hindustani music, anything he sings will not sound other than Hindustani music. So, even Telugu uh, language in Hindustani music, we chose a raga that was sounding like original Anamaya song, but rendered in Hindustani style of music. We had Kathak dancers present this composition. And so, it looked like Kathak, it felt like Kathak, it was Kathak, but it was a Telugu song and it was presented in Tirupati. Now the same song, we wouldn't go to Delhi and present it there where there are Hindi audiences. So, I think Auchitya Prajnaya is very important for yes. a choreographer, for a presenter, and also as a performer. We are a yes. combination of all of these.
2: Yeah, that uh, Auchitya is very important. For example, we have created one sequence on Abhimanyu, where we have taken how much ever is required, the lyrics, and the music, how, wherever is required. War 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 zone music. music. So, it's not just the instrumental music throughout, or it's not just the lyrics throughout. It's a combination wherever it is
0: And sahitya and all that. So, I think at every aspect of making a production or creating a production that auchitya prajna of appropriateness, how much of what is required to bring that aha. And above all that, we need to have a blueprint here like how it should look how it should sound and for, for who it is we should have a, already we must visualize that from the a to z and then you start working on it and actualizing it and many you'll be so surprised that many 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 additional things enhancing things come around that not yes. when i say you should have a blueprint means you should see the final result when you see the final result and you can work around that, what will get yes. the final result? So, there your scriptwriter will be adding, your music composer will be adding, your tailor will be adding, the tailor will say, ah, we have to do it this way. And then that comes. So, very, very, very beautiful evolving happens. Yes. But the choreographer at every point should not compromise on the quality of the production, no matter what. Yes.
1: What is your opinion about students, frequently changing teachers?
0: (laughs) Can we stop that? I don't think so. I don't think so. See, earlier everybody had more patience, less teachers, more patience, less distraction, no internet, no social media and no way to access information. Unfortunately, what has happened, there is a confusion between knowledge knowledge and information. When you are learning from a teacher, it is knowledge that is transferred through experience of the person. Whereas, Google and other things are very nicely giving us very good information. Information Information can never replace a human experiential, uh, you know, um, learning. But what happens? See, earlier people were very strict. Like one guru would say you have to be a shagird for at least 15-20 years. And then you... Because you have to have a very pure learning, pure mind and and dedicated, focused learning on that one particular aspect. Because classical music and dance are all specialized subjects. They are not like you go and buy a product. But what has happened over the time, uh, I am not saying which is good or bad, but over time everything is opened and multiplied. And so there there is no quality control. So I think parents play an important role in guiding the children to be with the right guru for right number of years... so that the student... is given that much of... experience... and then... uh, with the permission of that guru... to learn another aspect... to go to to another... guru... see earlier... the guru... one person... would give them the experience of... music... dance... uh, you know... stories... and all those things... nowadays separate, separate, separate classes have come, that is okay. Which is nice. Specialization has come and then one can, uh, one can go and learn. But I think it's very important to um, identify the right teacher. One, to know the background and the masterly works that the teacher has done. And then go and learn and stay with that person, soak for some time before one can jump. It is purely for the benefit of the student. It is not the benefit of the teacher. Because teacher will be teaching with the same love to whoever comes. The student and the family should have the wisdom to hold on to that. And uh, classical music and dance is not pressure cooker, uh, you know, uh, learning. It is like a PhD. You have to go through the 1st standard to 7th standard then 8th, ninth, 10th, then you have your PUC, then you have your, your degree then you have your masters And so to, to get there one has to be very focused because see classical dance and music did not happen now it has come from thousands of years greatest of greatest of gurus and artists have followed that so it cannot be just gotten like this, okay, I went and purchased one Alaripu, I went and food, food took it from them here. No. It's, in, it's nice to see that there are different styles. But then, do you want to go and put your hand into everything? It again depends on the student. It's like this. Even in spirituality, there are people who get their Siddhi with just one mantra
2: it's not actually it's not the, uh, the question of how much you have it's whatever sub- you have how
0: well you present yeah see it's not how much you have so you to go for you to go and like have like 300 tukadas 300 tukadas like 200 compositions in bharatanatyam or whatever it's not about collectibles it's about what do you do with what you have so i guess it is in the discretion of the family. In India, it is still the family which is supporting the learners. As an adult, you definitely have the intelligence to figure out which is right, what is beautiful, what is correct and also to understand the experience of that person. See, if, if a person who is teaching for 40 years is not same as the person who is teaching only for 5 years. A person who has, learnt, who has been in the field for 20 years, to learn from that person is far better than to learn somebody who just did for 5 years. Andre, you have gurus teaching. You have people who are teaching in their mid-50s or whatever. Then you have people teaching 30s. You have you now people who are teaching, 18 year olds are also teaching. I am saying nothing, I am not saying that what is great and what is not great. I guess the experience of the person makes a difference. And also unconditional loving way of teaching is so important. Because people can be teaching for various purposes. The intention should be to see that the student gets what they are comfortable. from. On the knowledge. Passing, passing on the knowledge.
1: Are there any funny incidents in your dance life that you would
0: like to share? <laughs> <laughs> many, many, many funny, funny incidents.
2: incidents while creating or even while presenting yeah. on the on the stage. The once uh, we had an experience while performing Rasa Beautiful Gopikas are dancing. Krishna is dancing in the center and in that auditorium, in that uh, theatre, previous day there was some uh, drama, play, where they had used a skeleton Uh, so they they had hung the the skeleton and they had pulled it up so due to the light in uh, the heat, yeah. <laughs> it dropped his, in the center of the stage.
0: In Rasalila, in Rasalila while, while we are were all dancing. And the so was there was a skeleton
2: there. next to us.
0: <laughs> and people were laughing and we thought, why is this? this is such a divine experience? Why are people laughing? And we saw there's a skeleton on stage, you know, the prop. So then uh, our lighting person turned off and then Rajendra pulled, pulled the skeleton pulled and, and ran inside. And then we, then we continue, continued. Yeah. continued.
2: But the... The, part, the important thing is how yeah.
0: it was... Uh, connected. connected. So, I told to, the audience ki that... After the that sequence. After the sequence, you know, in my talk, I said, uh, one of the gopis had this wish to dance with Krishna, but she had died, you know. And today, she had the opportunity to come <laughs> jo- and join in Rasalila. <laughs> There's another in, uh, incident, I mean, several incidents about our costumes. See how people are so fascinated by our costumes. There was this... Uh, a girl who said that she was getting married, uh, yes. and her fiancé says that whatever Nirupama wore as Radha in Rasalila, you have to get something like that, otherwise, I won't marry you. You know, <laughs> I mean, this was so funny. I know. They, and, they both came, actually, too. They both came, and then we guided them, you know, where we could get Another instance that we were performing in uh, America yes. and in, uh, Boston. in Boston, and then one person said one after the concert, he kept coming round and round and round and I said, what is it, you know, and he said, my wife wants to have your costume. And I said, what? Is she a dancer? We she said, He said, no, no, but she wants as a collectible, she wants your costume as a collectible and I said, come on. I mean, this is our costume that we use and we cannot share this, we don't sell costumes like that. But he kept insisting so much. Yes. And uh, we ended up, we said, okay. But I said, see, look at this. We said, we cannot give you this costume, but we'll make the same costume, exact- replica exactly of replica of this for your wife. And they bought. We got it. We, we made it. We came back to India, made the costume and send it, send it to her. So, she has. So, if you happen to visit Boston in somebody's house, there will be a collectible of one of our costumes there.
1: <laughs> what social responsibilities does a dancer have beyond teaching their student base?
0: What social responsibility? you shouldn't have any responsibility. I'm just joking. Just I'm just joking. Uh, well... See, our classical dance comes from a deep-rooted tradition. So, in the name of innovation or in the name of novelty, if people are going to shake up the tradition, we are a little concerned. See, because as the world has expanded so much, in classical practice only, we have that love, we still retain that respect, love, honor, to our stories, to the gurus, to a tradition, and that one has to maintain. Like, you cannot say, I'm a choreographer, I'm going to show Rama like this only, or to me, Shiva is this, or I'm going to, so, we have to be going by what our Shastras are to an extent. Shastras the themselves, shastras so themselves say about. you can innovate but then when you innovate to what extent are you innovating and also you know our classical dance has a certain philosophy. So first and foremost is to negate the individual ego. So when you become a flower when you become an ocean, when you become a river, you can become a monsoon. You can, you can, you are supposed to dissolve your identity yes. and become that. If you are playing Sita, you are playing Shurpanaka, you are playing characters, Draupadi. We should people, not, people have to see that uh, character. We should not bring in our, our views into yes. that. It's like to me, Sita has to be like this. Or, you know, or to bring aspects like... Uh, You know, I mean, we personally like to show positivity through art. And I think that's a responsibility that we have as human beings, not just as artists. Because as it is, there is so much misery in the world. Through dance, music, through our stories, we have a hope. So we have to give hope to the society. We have to make, we have to empower people to think, to have tender feelings, to have those respectful feelings. And I think that is very, very important at one level of, uh, you know, social responsibility. And also, um, as leaders, how we live, what we say, how we think, we will be influencing so many youngsters. As dancers, on stage, so many people will be watching. As teachers, if we are dancing, classical, you know, art, we will be what we are transferring to a young person is not just the uh, dance form, but a whole lot of background that comes, a whole cultural backing that we have, that we are known for in Indian classical dance, in in Indian, Indian setup. So to maintain that becomes important if the next future generation, 100 years, 200 years, 500 years after, if they still have to do Bharatanatyam or Kathak, it has to look like what it is
2: not only the theme or the character distorting, even the art form shouldn't be distorted uh, when uh, Maya Didi in one of our concerts, she came to the concert to see us perform after that she came on stage and she was so happy and she told, today I am very happy and confident that my art is with in the, right good, hands. the right hands and I believe that even her guru uh, Shambhu also told her the similar thing. So we were fortunate to... Hmm. Yeah.
0: And, and basically, basically, we love goodwill of society. And artists... Have to be with the society and with the goodwill of the society and not go against the society. Art is an expression, correct. But then, what do you express? You express that something which can be helpful to another and not to confuse. Or, um, you know, there is a saying in Kannada, um, you know, where you have to not just entertain. But you have to elevate, you have to enrich. And so if these things are there, then one will be careful.
1: What is your advice to dancers who are into teaching profession for maintaining the Guru Shishya Parampara?
0: Advice is a big word. word. I don't think we can advise anybody in this world. We can only live what we believe. How Rajendra and I live? First of all, we love our Gurus. We have immense respect to all yes. our gurus. Till their end we have been, many of them have passed away, many, some are still there. We have very good relationship with them. See, a person who has given us knowledge, you know, is God. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Deva, Maheshwara. They are, they are like gods. And they have shared with such unconditional, you know, love. And so we have had... Very beautiful relationship with our gurus. And that respect and love, I think they have, you know, their blessings. We seek their blessings always. And um, if you love something, you will not dilute it. If you love your art, you will treasure it. So I think it's so important to treasure and tell the next generation key. I'm giving you something so valuable and Adana, one has to protect it. See, um, in in our Indian tradition, to have grandmother's bangle or my great-grandmother's sari or this antiquity and passing off of that generation, ancestral property, all that is valued, no? In classical dance and music, you have the ancestral property from the creator of Brahma because Brahma created the Natya Veda and it's handed down. Vishnu has contributed. Shiva has contributed. The great, great, great sages have, you know, Bharata Muni has written and Abhinava Gupta, like he said, who is the commentator of Natya Shastra has reached it out to us and the great, great gurus have passed it to us with such sincerity. So the DNA that we carry is of the cosmic creator. Isn't that precious? So if youngsters are sharing that with other youngsters, they need to look back from where it has come and with utmost humility to pass it on. Uh, We are not saying that you should not make this as a profession. Very important, you as a dancer, as a teacher, you make it as a profession because it gives you sustenance. But with that sustenance, we have to do it, we have to share with Dharma. And to make sure that you in the process enjoy that and your student in the process enjoys that with respect.
1: Thank you so much, Mamitha, for taking the time to
0: speak with us and impart your knowledge to all of us. It was inspiring and I'm truly humbled We are so happy Pasya mm-hmm. is doing this. Uh, using technology and sharing the experiences yes. of artists with the world, I think this is a very good step and um, our best wishes to the organization, to you and the team of people from Kalatapasya may you carry forward the glory of art and spread it to the world. Thank you. Thank you, Kalatapasya.
1: So I hope this interview with my gurus, Srimati Nirupama Rajendra and Sri T.D. Rajendra was insightful and hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and for more information, you can log on to our website, www.kalatapasya.com. We shall catch up soon. Kalata it